We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Chicago Bears select... Welcome to Picks for Polls, presented by The Bear Report. Your number one source for everything Chicago Bears draft news, analysis, scouting reports, and more. Presented by Blue Wire Pods. And now, making their way to the podium, Andrew Freeman and Usaid Koshal. Welcome to Picks for Polls, a Chicago Bears draft podcast presented by Bear Report and Blue Wire Pods. I'm your host, Usaid Koshal, and for this episode, I'll be going solo as I got an opportunity to speak to 2022 NFL draft prospect Jordan Perry. He's a defensive back from Lindenwood University. It was a really cool and informative interview. We got to speak to Jordan just about his NFL draft process, you know, where he's training right now, just what his football career has been like, and then who he is as a person. You know, he dropped some really good information, guys. And some of that information included talking to a former Colts cornerback who had the opportunity to play under now Bears head coach Matt Eberflus for two seasons while they were together in Indianapolis. But before we get into the interview, guys, make sure you're following Picks for Polls on Twitter at Picks for Polls. Make sure you're following myself on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Usaid Koshal. And then make sure that you are following the Bear Report. And do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast as well, guys, because we're going to have a lot of really awesome content continuing to just come up here over the next couple of weeks when Andrew does get back onto the show. And then make sure you're checking out our other Picks for Polls episode where Andrew and I got an opportunity to sit down and drop our first official 2022 NFL mock drafts. So a lot of really good information, guys, over the last week or so. But with that said, guys, let's go ahead and get into our interview with Jordan. Joining us now on the Picks for Polls podcast, we've interviewed Jalon Owens. We've also gone ahead and talked to Jalen Hoover, but we've got Lindenwood University defensive back Jordan Perry on the show. Jordan, how's it going? Thanks so much for being on here. Hey, how's it going, man? I uh, appreciate you having me, man. 
Absolutely. Thanks for being on. I mean, you know, I'm sure you've been super busy just getting ready for the 2022 NFL draft, but let's go ahead and let's get right into it. I mean, take us through kind of what led you to Lindenwood, because I know that after graduating high school, you originally were at Southeast Missouri State University. So why'd you transfer to Lindenwood? Well, um, yeah, so originally I was at Southeast Missouri State. Um I know coming from a small school uh, that uh, you need a lot of film to make it out of small school. So I kind of had to make a business decision uh, to leave there and uh, come to Lindawood and play all four years, uh, which was one of the greatest decisions of my life. And I, um, I had a really good career there. Um, I met some people uh, um, that I'm going to have in my life for a long time. And uh, I, I just had a great career there and uh, I joined myself there. So one of the things I think is really important key to ask is just when you do talk to guys in college, they kind of go from playing in high school to playing in college, you know, some, the position that they always play, I feel like is a topic of conversation. I know you play defensive back, but I also think it's worth asking, did you always play defensive back throughout high school and when you were younger, or did you kind of switch positions? Like once you got into college? No, that's funny that you ask. Uh, I actually play receiver all my life. Uh, I love the position, man. Um, I, so I made that transition um, when I got to Southeast Missouri State. Um, it was it, it, it was it was a tough it was a tough uh, transition because you know defensive back is one of the hardest positions out there. So it was a, it, it was pretty rough, but um, I got really a really good trainer back home back here back home at, uh, in St. Louis. Um, so I, I kind of just put my head down and uh, grinded it out, and uh, I made that transition my freshman year. So I have to ask you, because you mentioned playing receiver. Yeah. When you were kind of making that transition over, do you feel like there were a lot of things that you knew in terms of tendencies, technique, the way wide receivers may decide to line up that made that transition easier for you? Oh, of course. Um, you kind of – you. When you're a receiver and you're doing all those fancy and cool releases, you kind of under you kind of get to understand the flow of how a receiver is going to move. So yeah, I would say that that definitely helped uh, make the transition easier. So how do you think your time at Lindenwood has kind of shaped you as a player, both on and off the field? Uh, my time at at Lindenwood was very memorable. Um, I grew not only as a player but as a man. Um, I learned so much from that from that coaching staff, and uh, so much uh, from my teammates, man. And uh, it, it just made me a better a better a better person, man. And um, on the field, man, I, I I excelled and I had I had a great career there. So I would just say that it just made me a better man and a better player. And I came out with a degree as well, two degrees. Uh, I got my master's in business uh, business administration. Yeah, congrats on the two degrees, man. I know that's certainly not easy, but what was the most memorable moment in your college career at Lindenwood? That's rough, man. I had so many. We had so many good moments. Uh, but I would want to say uh, my most memorable moment was um, I blocked the field goal, um, and I took took the game into overtime, and uh, I deflected the pass in overtime, and we won our first conference first conference championship. So I would say that was the most memorable moment. What year was that, that you blocked the field goal and you guys won the conference championship? 
uh, in, in 2019. Awesome. Okay. So yeah. kind of recent, you know, but how do you yeah. describe your overall style of play as a defensive back? And then as a follow-up, are there any, you know, NFL DBs that you model your game after? Um, I'm a long corner. Uh, I, I, I would say I model my game after a lot of guys. Like I look at a lot of people. I look at all the elite. I take my game from a, um, pretty much I can learn from anybody. I mean, it could be somebody even still in college. Uh, I, I try to take bits and pieces of everybody, you know, I just don't stick to one person, but I would say I'm a long corner. Um, I could play, um, any coverage one, two, three, or four, uh, it doesn't really matter. I won't say I'm a man or just a zone corner. Um, I, I feel like I could do it all, you know? So I feel like that, that'll really help me because you don't have to try to fit me into a scheme. I could play pretty much in, in, in any scheme. You know, I don't feel like I have any weaknesses there, but, uh, yeah, I would say that, uh, I take my game after, um, pretty much anybody. I feel like I can learn from anybody. So kind of speaking of that, right, in terms of you could learn from anybody, do you see yourself, you know, did you play both inside and outside in college or were you just exclusively playing one or the other? Uh, they moved me into the slot uh, when they were uh, like a better receiver in the slot. Uh, they would they would move me to the slot and I go cover some of the slot so I could play in the slot and I could play outside. It, it 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 really doesn't matter, you know. Uh, I, I I could I could play both. Awesome. So, what challenges have you overcome to get to where you are, and then what do you think is going to be a challenge moving forward? Um, I would just say, um, I would just say I I was pretty much under recruited in high school, so that I feel like that was pretty much a challenge. Um, not having that many offers coming out of high school. So that was one of my biggest challenges. And then I just feel like coming, going forward, I'm still um, under, uh, I'm still under the, under the spotlight. Uh, not many people know my name and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not very well known, but uh, I could play football at an elite level. Um, so I feel like my challenge is just coming from a small school, uh, but going forward, uh, I feel like, uh, at my pro day, whoever takes a chance on me is going to begin a good, a good one. Do you look at not getting a lot of offers out of high school? Is that a kind of motivation piece for you? Do you play with a chip on your shoulder as a result of that? I won't say that, uh, because I feel like uh, I could play with anybody. So I don't look at it as being a chip on my shoulder. I just feel that uh, it's just something that you got to deal with. It's just life. You know what I'm saying? Um, there was a multitude of reasons why I was under uh, recruited, but I don't look at it as a chip on my shoulder because I feel like I can play with anyone. You know, a lot of people that are under recruited or come from small schools feel like, hey, they need to, they got to, play with this big chip on our shoulder. I don't feel that way because I feel like I could play with anybody, you know, FBS, FCS. I feel like I could play with anybody. So that's, you know, 
a real good mentality to have, but what do you think is going to be a big transition kind of going from Lindenwood to the NFL? Uh, obviously just the speed, everybody's going to be elite, you know, um, at the division two level, you know, there's definitely elite, uh, receivers, uh, but going to the NFL, everyone is going to be elite. So that's just the biggest transition is just every, the speed and just, the um, the route running, just everything is going to be better. But, um, I feel like that. I'm elite, so I feel like I could be able to compete with anyone. So is there any particular, I want to say, teammate or coach throughout your college career that just had a big impact on you? And then I think the same goes for the high school level too. Was there any teammate or coach that you developed this unbreakable bond with? That's the thing. Um, in high school, I transferred uh, to three different from three, from three different high schools, so – it's kind of hard to say if I really built any special relationships in high school, but in college, man, uh, I would definitely say my head coach, Jess Stugard, and my defensive coordinator, Coach I, um, just because they just helped mold me as a man uh, throughout my four years there. Um, they really look after me, and they did anything, they did anything that to help me. And uh, they just really just look after me, man. And I truly appreciate them for um, having my back uh, through the rough times in my life and just um, helping me as a player and, and believing me and um, allowing me to be a four-year starter for their program. Well, that's awesome. You know, it certainly sounds like you've got this unbreakable bond with them. But what's your daily routine like right now? I mean, who are you training with? You know, is there anyone else that, you know, do you have like a personal trainer? And then what are you trying to accomplish over the next couple of months? Yeah, I'm currently down here at, um, in Miami. I'm training uh, with uh, Pete Bomarito. Um, and currently, like, we just get up every day. I get up around like seven, head to the facility each day. And we pretty much just working on 40 work and all the DB specific work. And um, and pro agility and vertical and broad jump, you know, and just keeping my body in shape and pretty much working on every number, getting every number down. Uh. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And uh, what, what did you... I'm sorry, I forgot the second part of the question. 
Yeah, I mean, just what do you hope to accomplish over the next couple months as we are like 10 or 11 weeks away from the 2022 NFL draft? The main, oh yeah, so the main thing I'm trying to accomplish is just improving on every number um, as far as my 40 work, my broad. So just getting every number down right now, that's my main focus. And um, just getting ready for my pro day to prove to the scouts that I belong uh, with those bigger, bigger time athletes, I mean, bigger time schools that I could play and I could uh, meet all the measurables. So it's interesting because the NFL continues to kind of become a positionless game. And I think certainly playing that cornerback position, one of the things you need to have is versatility, which I know you mentioned like you have it because you played both inside as a slot corner. You've also played out there outside on the boundaries, but kind of what do you see your role being in the NFL in terms of fitting into these modern day defenses as a cornerback? Um, honestly, whatever role they give me, I'm honestly going to do it, but I honestly feel like I could be effective in the slot. I actually feel more comfortable in the slot, even though I didn't play there as much, but I honestly feel more comfortable because I'm long. I feel like I can guard, you know, some of those shiftier guys. But um, honestly, whatever defenses, uh, whatever whatever scheme that uh, teams are running, I feel like I can fit in. Like I say, it don't matter if it's one, two, three, or four. I feel like I can play in any, any of those um, schemes. So this next one's specific to the Chicago Bears. But, you know, the Bears are looking for a cornerback to pair with their presumptive cornerback Jalen Johnson this offseason. So yeah. what should a passionate fan base that knows how to evaluate defensive backs that certainly knows and understands defense because it's pretty much all the Bears are known for? What do you think they should know about Jordan Perry? Uh what she what you should know about me, man, is I'm I'm a prototype corner. And um I take I take pride in little things, and one of the little things is uh, technique, man. I take pride in my technique. Uh, it, you could just see in the past playoffs and 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 even in the Super Bowl, a lot of people are just getting beat just because the little things, you know, just the little technique, you know, not looking back for the ball, not moving their feet at the line or lunging at the line, you know what I'm saying? So I just take pride in technique, not being too high um, in my stance and stuff like that. So. Just little things is what's gonna help me separate myself from, uh, from 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 other DBs. So just um, what the what what Bears fans should know about me, man, is I'm gonna come out there, and I, I'm gonna work hard, and I'm gonna compete, and I'm gonna execute my I'm gonna execute my technique, and, and, and compete hard, and you're gonna get a dog about me. So you mentioned the word technique a couple times there. How do you think your technique has improved just over the years as a DB? Like I said, I got a trainer back at home. Um, he trains many elite athletes coming out of St. Louis. So I pretty much just trust in, trust in him. So just, um, you know, at, at, at the DB position, it's all different types of techniques, whether you're doing motor mirror, um, either you're doing just mirror or – my off-man technique, uh, it's it just all about repetition and being consistent at the position. So uh, that's just, I just feel like I've been consistent each and every 
each and every time I've been out there on the field. So how do you think the role of a defensive back has just changed over the years in football, especially just knowing that the NFL continues to develop into a more pass-happy offense, and so teams are just looking for those longer and those lengthier cornerbacks that can hold up in pass coverage for a longer time than we're traditionally used to seeing? Well, yeah, uh, I feel – well, everybody knows that the defensive back is probably one of the hardest positions on the field. Um, I feel like it it has become, you know, an offensive league, and that they make it hard for defensive backs, extremely hard. But I feel like um, your technique could take you a long way. I feel like it all comes back to technique, you know. If you don't play the game with technique, it's going to be hard for you anyways. I feel like a lot of guys try to rely on their athleticism, you know, and um, – I, I feel like me, I'm 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 opposite of that. You know, you got to play with technique. You got to understand um, football situations down the distances. Like I remember one play in the Chiefs game. It was like third and twenty, and the guy was pressed. Man, like why would you press on third and twenty? And uh, just just little things like that. You can just put yourself in better better situations just by understanding um, football and and just playing with great technique. So, you know, I know earlier you kind of mentioned how, hey, listen, there's a lot of like, I can learn from pretty much anybody. Yeah. Growing up, were there any specific NFL players like wide receivers? Because I know you mentioned you played wide receiver and even defensive backs that, you know, you really looked up to? Uh, I looked up to <laughs> Deshaun Jackson and uh, Chad Ochocinco, man. Just because the just the speed of the game that they played, they were just so fast, running past everybody. Especially uh Deshaun Jackson, man. He's a blazer. And I like the way uh Ocho, his speed at the line is just crazy. So yeah. Those are my two favorites. Yeah, those two I remember growing up were like you needed to play. I would always play with those guys in Madden just because I personally love the way that they always used to play the highlight reels they used to produce. But, you know, are there any DBs that have gone through the NFL draft process that, you know, you've talked to and do you lean on those guys for advice? You say any DBs? Yeah, so like any defensive backs that have kind of already been through the NFL draft process and are, and are in the league that you talk to for advice? Uh, I talked to Jalen Owens. Um. He's actually a small a small school kid uh, out of Missouri Western. He played for the Houston Texans. Um, he pretty much just said, um, well, he he was telling me about uh, just his process about uh, making it to the league and just his motivation. And uh, he pretty much just said, just keep your head down and keep grinding, man, and just try to improve each and every number and how important pro day was and stuff like that. And uh, I also talked to Pierre Desir. He's been through the process as well. Uh, he's actually a Lindawood alumni, um, and he he always gave me great great advice, and um, just just telling me to stay focused and just always bet on yourself because that's the most important thing. Nobody's gonna believe in you unless you believe in yourself first. So, yeah. So I have to ask you. You know, kind of. What other advice has Pierre Desir given you being a Lindenwood alum? Because I know that, you know, he played for current Bears head coach Matt Eberflus for like, I think, two seasons when he was in Indianapolis. 
um pretty pretty much he hasn't um we haven't talked recently but the times that we have talked uh we just talked pretty much about the game of football and just um how we just talked about the position and how important it was to take calculated risk at the position and stuff like that but, but uh, as far as the process um he pretty much just it was pretty brief he pretty much just told me to uh stay focused and uh just continue to grind and keep pushing so last one for you before we get you out of here and this is a non-football related question but what's your life like you know or what do you like to do outside of football i should say uh you still there yes okay yeah outside of football man i just i just like to chill with my family and friends um I'm very family oriented. Um, I'd love to just, oh, I love traveling. I love going on family vacations and stuff like that. I'm a family guy, um, homebody. So that's what I like doing outside of football, honestly. That's awesome. So before we get you out of here, where can people just continue to keep up with you and, you know, follow you on social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at um, underscore Jordan Legacy and uh, Instagram at um, J Perry underscore six. That's awesome. I know I think I followed you on Twitter earlier today. I know we've been texting back and forth, but, you know, thanks so much for being on the show. Certainly be sure to uh, keep in touch and best of luck to you over the next couple of weeks, with Th next couple of months, I should say, with the NFL draft process. Thank you. I appreciate you so much, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Jordan. All right, guys, so one more time, that was Jordan Perry, defensive back from Lindenwood University. Make sure you're following Jordan on social media. Continue to just keep up with his journey and everything that he's doing as he gets ready for the 2022 NFL draft. It certainly sounds like, you know, my biggest takeaway from him was just the fact that he's someone that's ready and motivated to come in and whatever opportunity he gets, he's going to make the most of it. And I think that... You know, the NFL continues to really value slot corners. And so at a higher level compared to just 10 to 15 years ago. And so I really think, you know, Jordan's going to have his work cut out for him, but he's going to be someone that's really a fun name to watch just over the course of the next couple of weeks, as well as months going into draft season, along with pro days. And then depending on where he ends up, you know, we're certainly going to go ahead and track his journey, but listen, that's going to do it from us. Make sure you're following picks for polls on Twitter at picks for polls. Keep up with the social media stuff, guys. We're dropping a lot of cool stuff on there. And then make sure you're following me on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Usaid Koshal. And then don't forget, guys, to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And then also check out the Bear Report, where we're going to have just articles for draft season left and right. But until next time, guys, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be. Bear down and stay safe. We'll catch you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.